Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Writing a book doesn't have to be a lonely experience. In fact, you might find working with a co-author is a great way to write a book. In fact, you might even find that writing with a family member could be a wonderful way to write a book, especially if you're writing a book where you're in business together or a memoir or such like that. So today you're going to learn how to write a book with a family member on today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I'm a ghostwriter, book coach, and developmental editor. And no matter where you are in the writing process, I can help you write your nonfiction business book. You can find more information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. Now let's get started. I'm delighted to welcome Brian and Avery Baker, a father and son team out of Sacramento, who are professional speakers who speak in front of very large groups of corporations, organizations, and schools to share their message. Brian, why did you decide to write a book together, and what is your book about? Hey there, Dan. Well, first of all, thanks for uh, having us join you today. Our book was about family relationships. Obviously, that's kind of natural for us. And we had been speaking together for about a year before we sat down and thought about writing a book together. And I simply said to Avery, we should tell our story through a book the way we do it on stage. Why don't we go away for about a week, write about something that we're both very uh, intimate about, which was AAU basketball, since I was his AAU basketball coach. And we said, you tell a story about AAU, I'll tell a story about AAU. And the ironic thing, Dan, is when we came back a week later and we matched up our stories, we wrote about the exact same thing. And it wasn't, even, it wasn't planned that way. And it was, it was a, a monumental experience for us because it was like we had no idea what it was going to be like to write a book. And then to come back a week later and be on the same page with each other I guess it was just in the signs and the stars a little bit, but um, it was really, really fun. It was an enjoyable experience. Well, how did you decide whose story to use uh, or did you use both stories? How, was, how did you structure the book once, once you figured that out? Because you know, some people work from an outline and some people are called pantsers. They write from the seat of their pants. And it sounds like <laughs> you're in the latter group. So now you have all this great material. How, how do you decide how to format it and what to use? Yeah, it was interesting. It was, it was very interesting, Dan, in that um, when we began to start the process of writing it, we wanted to we wanted it to be a roadmap for families and for people. And so we thought the best way to do that was just to write a book that was full of stories. And mm-hmm. so uh, when it came to like the AAU basketball stories, we just created um, a section of the book called Open Conversations where we just talked about these different, these different experiences that we had in, in different parts of our life. But when it came to the basketball, we just focused on five years of me coaching him and five years of him having to listen to me on the bench. And, and the stories just, they came so naturally for us. And it was so easy for us to, um, to recollect them 
that we just decided that that was going to be a really good place to start um, in terms of telling stories throughout the entire book. So it's just a roadmap full of um, treasure for people that want to get a perspective from a father and a son uh, about our journey together. So the the stories are told from two different perspectives. So you can see each other person's point of view. Is that correct? That 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 is correct. And you know the cool part about it, it is it's a generational perspective, right? So I'm sitting here talking to uh, writing the stories, I should say, from a father's perspective or a coach's perspective, and he's sitting there talking about it from a son's perspective and a player's perspective. Where I was thinking that. He wanted me to coach him at all hours of the day. I quickly found out that he only wanted me to coach him during basketball games. And so it was it was really neat um, to, to see his perspective on it and my perspective at the time. And uh, I realized very early on in the writing process, I had a lot of work to do to improve uh, in terms of my perspective uh, as a dad, because I think he was tuning me out a little bit more than I realized at the time. Interesting. So how did you divide the roles and the responsibilities of figuring out how to put all those stories together? Yeah, you know, it was um, really with the help of my wife, to be honest with you, right? She's it really was a whole family affair. It now. was a family affair. <laughs> it really was a family affair since she was present for all of these stories. She is a person who, if she chose another profession, she would be a professional editor. Mm-hmm. And so it's it was quite natural to run all of these things by her. And then she actually did a lot of the sh- a lot of shifting of the stories and the placement of the stories because she has an eye for that. And so if it, it, it didn't start out that way, we would just go to her and say, hey, what do you think about this? And then she kind of stepped into that role for us, which made it a lot easier. So she had a lot to do with how we should set up a particular story starting with me talking about it and then Avery coming in and putting his perspective on what it is that I wrote, how he saw the story out of his, out of his eyes versus how I was telling the story out of my eyes. So I, I, I appreciate her recognizing that and helping us put that together in such a, a good way. Yeah, it seems that everyone needs a developmental editor, which is what I do. And you just happen to find one in your family who had natural talents. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So how did you resolve conflicts, uh, Avery? You know, when when it was like, gee, mom says this, dad says this, and I think this. How did did you come to agreements? (laughs) Well, fortunately, uh, my mom tends to take my side on things. So (laughs) I didn't have to do much of the resolving in that regards. No, no, but... But seriously, I think the way in which the book came together and how the stories started to um, align, uh, you you see in the book, there's there's stories from both my father and there's stories from, from me as well. And so just having both perspectives is really just the way that we were able to resolve conflict because we didn't have to, we didn't have to hold back on anything. We, we were allowed, we were allowing ourselves to share our perspective uh, uh, from, from all of these different stories. And so, uh, yeah, it, it, fortunately it ended up being a situation where as the book progressed, um, uh, anything that we were differing on, we got to write about it. It was like a therapy session for us. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it came together really well. 
Cool. Uh, what would you do differently now that you have looking back on this? The question for both of you. So uh, let's start with Avery. What would you do differently? Well, I think now, you know, having written this book a few years ago and, and our journey, I mean, Dan, there's a full global pandemic uh, since we wrote that book, right? So, so having all of this new information, this new knowledge, this new data, um, I think what we would do differently for this, for the, for the next book is um, really incorporate how our lives have changed, how, how not only our lives, the two of us, but the world has changed um, in the last several years and incorporating that with the stories that we, that we still have. We, you know, the, the book has so many uh, memories from my childhood, but there's so many more that, that we can share. And so um, just coupling those two things, the stories that we have and with the contemporary relevant information that we've all gone through and experienced um, over the last several years. I think that's how we could really uh, enhance the, the, the next one. Great. Brian, what would you do differently? You know, to, to be quite candid uh, with you, Dan, I think I would enjoy the process more because I, I, I felt at times writing the book, it was, it, was a, it was a fun process. It was a different process for us. But I don't think I really stopped and enjoyed the moment as much as I would now, having gone through it. And then to Avery's point, you know, we've gone through these past couple of years with the global pandemic, what we've had to do in our business when the global pandemic came up to where we are now, you know, as as professional speakers, everything shut down immediately for us. We had about uh 10 paid speaking gigs just wiped off of our calendar. Mm. So we had to really um, be agile and adapt. And, and I think, you know, the pandemic has, has touched everybody in different ways. One of the ways that it's touched me is that I'm, I'm really more into mindfulness now and enjoying moments. Um, I think much more so than I was a few years ago. And so if I had if, if doing it over again, I would really enjoy the process more. It felt more like work. It felt more like a job. We got to get this book done versus um, really being able to sit down um, and take it in a little bit more and take a little bit more time to do it. I think we, we put a, a, a time limit on ourselves trying to get this book out by, by a particular time. Uh, a few years ago. And so that's what I would do different. There wouldn't be so much, we wouldn't be as pressed. And I think I would enjoy the process a little bit more. And we're thinking about writing the second book. We've actually started to, to outline it a little bit. And, um, and, it's, and it seemed to be a lot more fun now since we've done it one time. <laughs> Great. How do you use the book in your marketing or, or in your speaking? Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. You know, um, as as professional speakers, we get booked a lot for uh, large keynote events. And so the book is a wonderful tool for a speaker to have because it, it adds credibility to your craft. And so the way in which, you know, we use the book is um, we do a lot of all of our keynotes or all of our workshops are very interactive. We, we pride ourselves on being engaging speakers. And oftentimes when we get audience members to participate, our book is a carrot, right? So it's one of the things that it's a giveaway. 
during our sessions. If 10 people have come up on stage with us and we're doing a particular exercise, um, everybody leaves with one of our books. Well, what ends up happening after that, Dan, is after the keynote is over, you know, people want to come outside to a table where we have a bunch of our books and they want to buy the books because they've seen people on stage receive this gift and they're curious about it. And so it really is a wonderful um, tool to, uh, it's a sales tool. Uh, it's also something that uh, people who are looking to book you like that you've written a book uh, and that we use it for their audience members as a, uh, to gift it out to them. We actually have a really funny, I'll tell this story really quickly. Uh, a few months back, we started giving the book away um, to the audience uh, by putting tickets, golden tickets under chairs around the uh, a, a hotel ballroom, if you will. And so at one point we'll tell people like, if you have a ticket like this under your chair, you know, we're, you're, we're giving away 25 books during this session and you should see the madness <laughs> that ensues with people turning chairs upside down or going to an empty chair, perhaps. So it's really, it's like a treasure hunt. So it's fun. Mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderful to have it, um, you know, as a speaker because you can do so many things with it. Great. I didn't ask you the name of your book. Avery, what's the name of the book? Love Wins, Five Keys to Strengthen Your Relationships, A Parent and Child Perspective. Perfect. And I'll have a link to that book on the show notes right below the video. Um, Brian, tell us, who is your best client or, and how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so the, the, our, our best clients, Dan, are um, really the educational sector is where people gravitate to us quite a bit. Uh, they can get in touch with us at AveryandBrian.com. Um, our email address is AveryandBrianBaker at gmail.com. We do a lot of work in the area of um, uh, reimagining workplace relationships. Um, we focus a lot on relationships because it's very natural for us, relationships and connection. Um, I also have an affinity to um, civility, courtesy, and respect. I used to have a, a business way back in the day called Manners Matter. And so we also focus a lot on civility and respect in the work that we do, because we do believe that is the way that we reimagine our connections with other people, but also the connection with the person in the mirror. It has to start, it has to start there before we can go anywhere else with it. Fantastic. Thank you for joining me on this podcast today. And thanks everyone for listening. We have more than 150 videos on this YouTube channel to help you write your book in a flash. Check them out. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.